Disclaimer. The following episode of Sassy Cast may contain material that you could find shocking, offensive, inappropriate, and rude. Please note that this is a comedy podcast that takes a politically incorrect approach at comedy, and that none of our comments on this show actually reflect our opinions and morals in real life. Thank you. I found some baby oil. Let me rub it on your behind. A secret love that lived within the heart of me. All too soon, my secret love became impatience to be free. So The way that dreamers often do Just a wonderful you And why I'm so in love with you Hello, everyone, and welcome to what is going to be, unfortunately, our Valentine's Day episode of Sassy Cast. <laughs> uh, also, also known as Singles Awareness Day. Yes. And there might be a lot of people who will probably become single if they got if they get turned on by what we're going to talk about tonight on the show. I just want to know why it's unfortunate. I say I totally spent my Valentine's Day doing this. <laughs> In a heartbeat. It wouldn't be an issue. <sighs> Um, I, of course, am Roy, and we have the return of Miss Cindy Kennard! Hello! I missed you guys. Missed you, too. Welcome back. He's, like, keeps recording episodes without me, and then I forget to sign on on time, and then I screw <laughs> everything up like I usually do. It's awesome. <laughs> and then, of course, we have Extifer. Where's Mike? M- Mike is at home, probably with someone in his bed, so... I'm very sad that Mike's not here. I miss Mikey. I don't know I where know. Mike is. Yeah, well, he'll be joining us for the Oscars, so okay. maybe we can get him on the show for that. So, <laughs> so what have you been up to, I'm Extrafer, damn it. Yeah, you didn't introduce Extrafer. Yes, I can't I talk did. about anything I didn't until Extrafer gets introduced. I'm Extrafer, damn it. <laughs> okay, now we can go on. Now, now we can go, go on. on. Yes. <laughs> what have you been up to, Miss Kennard? I've been writing a book. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, I have. I actually have just published my first novel. Yay! Yay! And I'm sorry, but it, it's straight sex. But it, there is sex. So eventually I will d- write a, um, a gay novel. I really will. But I don't want to do it until I research it. I want to hear a straight chick write gay, gay sex novel. Yes. I can give you a list of women who've done it and done it good. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would be awesome. I am not kidding. I can give you names. I can give you websites. Because, it, I mean, I'm not kidding. That's, you know, straight women like to think about two dudes doing it. <laughs> Jacob quivered when Jonathan took his his full hanging man ovaries into his mouth. <laughs> I like the fact that you actually think women still use those terms when they write. 
I don't know. I was going to say, I use the word cock a lot. <laughs> so in other words, your book is not like Fifty Shades of Grey. No, it's actually... Well, I, I, like, I don't know. I can't say better because I haven't even read Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, come on. A pamphlet on a toilet is more well-written than Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I'm okay? just saying that... I'm just saying that it, it, there's a dragon. There's dragon dick. So, but Ooh, not dragon like dick. Dragon dick. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Oh. But not like bestiality dragon dick. You know, shapeshifter dragon dick. So, you know, it's like a dude, but not. <laughs> Women would understand this. If there's a woman out there that reads paranormal romance, you'll know what I'm talking about. So is this a paranormal young adult romance novel? No, it's an adult one, dude. So it's a paranormal adult I'm romance say, I, novel. I curse too much to write young adults. <laughs> way too much. I use the F-bomb way too much. Ain't gonna happen. So no, I don't, I don't write young adults. I, I feel bad for any young adults who want to read my stuff. <laughs> so so what, what is this story about besides Dragon Dick? So actually, the, um, I write under my married name, so you can find me on Amazon.com as Cynthia Diamond. Right away, that sounds like a Harlequin romance novel name right there. I think it sounds like a porn star name. Just come out and say it. It's okay. Butterfly with a Stinger by Cynthia Diamond. My name my, my name is Butterfly McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cynthia Diamond. I'm writing under my married name because I think Cindy Diamond sounds totally like a stripper. <laughs> and Cynthia Diamond does not? Cynthia Diamond sounds like a high-class stripper. Get it right. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a stripper. I'm a burlesque dancer. <laughs> My name is Candy Thinneman, and I'm going to be your dancer tonight. I would totally be a burlesque dancer. I would totally do it. I know way too many burlesque dancers, actually. I, I'm your I'm your private dancer. A dancer, dancer for, for money. money? Yes. Do what you want me to do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, Dutch so you for dollars. So yeah, I got American one book out. Work nicely for you. <laughs> I read under my married name Cynthia Diamond. It's called Firing Songs. Firing songs? No, 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 not firing songs. You hear what you want to hear. Firing, firing songs. songs. There we go. Ooh, yeah, fiery songs. songs. That's the name of my book. Everyone, look that up. Uh-huh. This is not. My, this is not going to help me with book sales, Roy, because you just keep saying everything wrong. My, my <laughs> name. My name is Elmer Winfeld, and I wrote a novel called Fiery Crotch Rocket Thong Boys. I, it's and not I want you to buy my book with a button hot. <laughs> I will never come up with a title as good as Face Wrap the Button Invasion. I know. Ever. I know. So <laughs> tell so, me. So, 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 tell us about Siren Song. What's, well, what's see, Siren I would about? tell you more, but you keep talking over me. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is it about? Uh, it, pretty much, it's the first part in a paranormal romance series that I've been writing for a while. So, this has been in the makes. Um, and it's a, pretty much a woman who is half siren and half human. Uh, she has to go into hiding. Because she is being hunted by vampires, and she ends up kind of stumbling onto this uh, really grumpy dragon who ends up getting tricked into protecting her. And comedy ensues, because it's actually quite funny, I think. And lots of, and and lots of poking in the vagina. And then, and then there is uh, total um, humping, yeah. There is some sexin, and there is some cock, and there's some more sexin. So, woohoo! There's actually not a lot of sections. There's only about maybe two or three big bump and grind scenes. So. 
Because I put all that, you know, crazy pesky plot in there. What the hell? Yeah. The it's, plot that gets in the way with all the cock. Yeah, I know. God, what's wrong with me, man? Is, is it better than the room kind of sexy, or... Yes. Okay. I will say that, yes. Because <laughs> the room gets me hot. Oh, because Lisa, you're I'm so sexy. Say that nobody, had, nobody in my book has pockmarks on their ass from, you know, steroid injections, so... <laughs> Nobody, nobody talks with a, a vaguely European accent. Nobody talks with a vaguely European accent. Uh, you, you're no good. I, I'm nobody fed up looks, with this world. No one looks like a deflated uh, CPR dummy in my book. So. <laughs> nobody looks like a melted Muppet. No, nobody. Okay. So if you like the room, you probably won't like my book. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you've read Fifty Shades of Grey, read something better, like Cindy's <laughs> book. So yeah, so that's what I've been doing for like the last like year and a half of my life is getting this out. So you can find it on Amazon.com if you just do a search. I'm on Kindle and I sell hard copies and I'm selling hard copies through uh, Colleen's site. I find those and they're awesome. Sweet. And so you can go to Wing Lion Creations on Facebook and you can find her there on her website and you can buy a signed copy and I will personalize it for you. Ooh. I will. Ooh. I drew boobs in a few of them. Ooh. Yeah. Do you put lipstick on your boobs and press? No, I just draw a pair of boobies. I do that. So, I'm not as I'm not as famous as Xtopher. Nobody really wants my lipstick kitties. But I don't do it in a book, though. <laughs> he just does ah, it. I just do it. Random strangers walking by, and he just shoves. Here, <laughs> here's my lipstick covered tits. I think I just drove everyone out of the room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He just said, no worries. I'm just ruining their evening tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ruining their evening with Tit Talk. I'm just ruining everyone's evening tonight. Don't mind me. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Tit Talk. <laughs> yeah, you'd think I would drive, draw them in, but no. <laughs> no. <laughs> My roommate just hid from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, so that's all that's been going on with your life? Nothing else going on? Not a damn uh, thing. That's the big thing. That's been consuming my life, to be really honest. <laughs> For about a year and a half, it's been consuming my life trying to get this thing out. Now that I know what I'm doing, huzzah, that um, it's not going to consume me quite as much. <laughs> there was, yeah, there's going to be a lot of crying in my future. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, so it's safe to say you have been consumed by the dragon cock. Uh, well, I'm kind of a nerd, so it's always kind of been like that. You're <laughs> really <laughs> You're like, eh, that's just every eh, July down here. Like, meh, whatever. <laughs> so, so, so you're you're nowhere near measles, right? No, I'm in Southern California. Okay, well, but I am so going is Disneyland. To so, yeah, I mean, so, but I am going to Disneyland. My but keep in mind that I have had a shot and a booster since then. So, okay, yeah, I think I, my parents I, believe in vaccinations. I think I need to get a booster because I can't remember when when I got my shot, and I don't even think I ever got a booster. So. Yeah, my mom did not mess around with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I have to ask. My I assure you, I'm I'm pretty much safe from the measles. Everything else I'll probably get because I'm susceptible to everything because I have the worst immune system ever. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> watch out for the sickle cell anemia. It's a killer. I know, right? Dutch elm disease. I'm to around. I work with you know I work with people. You don't want the Dutch elm disease. No, I know. You have to watch out for hoof and mouth. Yes. I know. God. What a mess, huh? 
Ah, what a mess indeed. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure we're going to talk about it on Rediscovering the Magic also. So, I actually just got a T-shirt because there's nothing more magical than measles. No, the happiest rash on earth. Yes. Yes. I actually just bought a T-shirt just recently that's Mickey Mouse covered in measles. Just like You're horrible. sick. You're yeah. a horrible person. Oh, it's a horrible T-shirt. I had to get it. You're horrible. It was on all places. It was being sold on T Fury too. You're I'm just like, hell. I'm just like, oh my god, this is so wrong. I have to have it. Of course you do. <laughs> it's like I know that I've, I I I've been you know kind of told not to buy any more T-shirts, but I looked at Chris and I was like, I have to have this. This you have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're going to hell, but that's all right. Yeah, I'm just going. Part to of your charm. Oh, yes. Good. It's part of the, it's part of what makes the ladies love me. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> I don't know exactly how that would be useful to you, but hey, you know what? Great way to sweep flag high, sweetheart. <laughs> hey, it helps it. It helps okay. them pick out good oh, shoes. Okay. It helps them pick out good shoes. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah, and you I go. have laundry to do, so that really helps. Well, then you better get on it. You better work. That's yes. that's Mike's job. Leave it for well, Mike. Mike has been busy. Well, pull the Your cock out of his ass get, and bring him getting home. laid. Just let him get laid. Well, good. Yeah, pull the cock out of his ass and tell him to mop the damn floor. Tell him I miss him. We, we miss will. Him too. We miss him, too. He's been getting so much dick, I never talk to him anymore. That's because he can't talk. His mouth is full. I know. That happens, doesn't it? Boy. Damn <laughs> shame. I can hear him now, bitch. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> I love him. I love the Mikey. I miss the Mikey. Well, he is joining us. We're going to, um, we weren't really going to watch the, the Oscars at first, but um, we got invited to a, a special um, Alamo Drafthouse, um, people who are members of Alamo Drafthouse's frequency program. Mm -hmm. um, members got invited to a, a private party for the Oscars. So we're like, hey, yeah, let's go to that. It'll be fun. It should be fun. There's going to be quote unquote a red carpet with quote unquote paparazzi. Oh well, can the whole, uh, enjoy those homeless guys with cameras. <laughs> <laughs> you Pretty have a much. good time. It's going to it's going to be two hipsters with Instamatics. Take photos. Much. It's <laughs> going to be epic. <laughs> Five dollars, please. <laughs> can I lick you? Can I lick you? Can I lick you right now? I can use this money to buy my, my, my beard moisturizer. Oh, good. I can go buy a new record. <laughs> Actually, I, I, can't, I shouldn't uh -oh. talk. I'm starting to collect records again. Well, so. But we're from the generation that can. Yeah. We know what albums and LPs and records and vinyl is like. We were raised on vinyl. <laughs> Damn it. And that could mean many different things. <laughs> yes. But see, I'm buying... Uh, well, see, what we're doing is we're actually buying records that we know is not available on CD or, or digital. Or digital and I, I, I didn't watch the Grammys. I could give a shit. But I have to admit that that picture of Prince with his little, like, pissy face was probably the coolest thing I've ever seen. Oh, God. Life. That is the most epic side eye I've ever yes. seen in my entire Why life. that has not become an internet meme it all is, over Tumblr oh, is beyond it, me. It slowly is. It's gaining it steam. It needs to be because, yeah. oh, my God. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful thing. Well, the one that took off more was him standing there all sassy wearing the sunglasses and it said, uh, that aunt that's at your family reunion who's too cool for the rest of the family. I just want to know when he turned into a 60-year-old lady. 
I don't know, but I love it. I love the fact that he became like a sixty-year-old woman. Lady. I have to deal with at work. <laughs> <laughs> you expect you you see him. You expect him to be sitting behind a desk answering phone calls. Like yeah, let me hold on. Oh, Felicia, no. <laughs> yeah, doing doing his nails. Blowing gum and smoking a cigarette at the same time. Interesting monsters. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of. Wow. Yeah, that was a beautiful thing. Yeah, you, you walk very happy. You walk totally by did. him, telling you, telling him you're going to go get a drink, and he goes, "At a girl." <laughs> I'm taking the rest of the day off. Why don't you? Why don't you bring bring uh, Auntie Prince some too? <laughs> <laughs> And you know, just looking at her, she's got that tobacco-laden voice, so she uh, <laughs> opens the mouth, it sounds like Ursula. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Go bring me some sandpaper, I gotta, I gotta file down my corns. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is... That, it's been a hard day for extra fur. That photo is the gift that keeps on giving. It really I is. I bring extra fur for, for Margarita and turn on her stores. Yes, right. <laughs> it's time for it's time for some Golden Girls. <laughs> it's time for my telenovela, El uh, El El Pollo de Fuego loco. Fiesta. <laughs> El Pollo Loco. El Pollo Loco Fuego Fiesta Caliente. Starring Senior... <laughs> Starring Senorita Big Tits. Yes. Hola, Paco. ¿Qué tal? And they're just getting bigger because I'm just getting fatter. <laughs> Maria, ¿por qué? ¿Por qué, Maria? <laughs> I don't get it. It's like every telenovela. It's like the um, guy goes bursting in and sees the women. See, and... I wish that they would release the one that I watched, the full series of it, not just like a four-hour edited down version because there's one I watched I really really liked and I really got into it. They are so I love that they're so over the top and then it's like you mentioned to me the other day you're like why what's with the Hanna Barbera sound effects? Yeah. <laughs> why are there Hanna Barbera sound effects in telenovelas? I don't Were know. Were we supposed to be talking about gay unicorn ass or something? Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get on this topic. Oh, we'll be getting there soon. Don't worry. Okay. Don't I worry. The gay unicorn ass is coming. Away. I scared my roommate away and my husband's just pretending I don't exist. <laughs> so, so, so gay... I love you, honey! So, so yeah. gay, gay unicorn ass scared You're them all away. You're ruining my marriage, you guys. <laughs> We're ruining her marriage with gay You're unicorn ass. You're ruining my ass. marriage. Well, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what the gays do. They ruin marriages. Exactly. <laughs> God damn it. Exactly. We want to get married. We're going to ruin yours first. <laughs> well, tell them if they want to hear a heartfelt romantic story about... No, a... neither of them do. That's why I had to put my headphones on. <laughs> about, a ghost, about a ghost unicorn having sex with a man. That's what we're going to do on the show tonight. Well, yeah, let's get to it. I gotta get up for work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, f first of all, before we even get into the story, let's talk about the guy who wrote this, Chuck Tingle. Um, you know that's not his picture. That is that is a stock photo. Yes, it is. Uh, Chuck Tingle writes a bunch of books that he calls Tinglers, and <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, oh yeah. <laughs> 
And honestly, wrong with people on the internet? What is wrong? He likes to focus on unicorns and dinosaurs, and once in a while he'll branch away and do something like an airplane, or or something else. Um, He's dabbled in sea life. Mm -hmm. The airplane one, just I'm like, oh oh no. Uh, There's three stories by him I've I've, uh, read so far. Uh, The three stories by him that I have read. Are, let me bring up the library here. Chuck Tingle and the Lurchin Urchin? No. I've read... Uh, <laughs> you better have read Space Raptor Butt Invasion. Not, I'm going to be very upset. Not yet. I have not gotten to that one yet. Um, I have read Pounded by President Bigfoot. <laughs> um, I've, okay. da- I've downloaded, but I have yet to read Pounded by the Gay Unicorn Football Squad. <laughs> I don't... I, I, absurdist porn is really a new field for me. <laughs> and I don't know how I feel about it. Um, the thing, the, the thing with 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 tinglers, I've I've noticed, is is that he, it's like it's like he's tr- trying to cram as much backstory as he can in one paragraph before getting to the fucking. Well. Don't we all? And it's like there's moments that happen in the story that just happen, and it's like, like the room, it's plot stuff that just gets dropped, just so they could get to the. Fucking oh, does the unicorn kernel have cancer? No. Oh. Cancer of the ass. Cancer, cancer of the, the ass. ass. I have got horn cancer. cancer. Ass cancer. I have horn. I'm a cancer. unicorn. I have horn cancer. So oh, of course you do. That's what happens when you're a gay unicorn from the Civil War. Yes. Exactly. And all the unicorns died of ass cancer. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the fact that they didn't. It wasn't the fact that they didn't make it onto Noah's Ark. They all died of ass cancer, horny ass cancer. Yes. So I please continue. So for Valentine's Day, I'm giving this quote-unquote treat to our listeners. By reading one of Chuck Tingle's books, and when I read this one, I went, okay, I I have to share this with the world. And this is, My Ass is Haunted by the Gay Unicorn Colonel. (laughs) I've heard you say this, like, title, like, 16 times, and I still, it still hurts. It's a wonderful title. It's a It still hurts. (laughs) No, it's not. All right, here we go. I love the fact that you wanted me to pimp my novel out with, with this. <laughs> well, because this I... This is not going to get me sales. No one's going to buy my I, Okay, I, I, Well, it's probably like that gay unicorn ass raping thing. I I'll, mean, yeah. Let's I, will, down, let's I, I, will, I will preface right now. Cindy's book is not like what you're about to hear right now. They're not going to believe you. <laughs> Hers has dragons. Hers has dragons. Hers, I have dragons. Hers no is ass rape either, no. Hers is written There's, from a female point of view. This one's written from There a is ma- no haunted asses in my Exactly. Book. There's there's from no the haunted ass. butts and there's no unicorn dick. So So there it is. What's there the point go. then? <laughs> All right. I, I don't know, which is why I'm like, why do you want me to pimp my book out on a gay podcast, guys? Because <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Pussy. There might be people who want to read about the dragon dick. So a lot of pussy. All right, here we go. My feet are cold. <laughs> we can't go on there. Your feet are cold. Yes. Yeah. He, oh, I gotta get my slippers. Yeah. He has no shoes. 
As I approach the old plantation house, my body fills with a strange sensation. It's a feeling that's not entirely new to me, but it is also, it is also one strictly reserved for occasions of extreme tension and caution. To call this emotion fear is flat out incorrect. It is, yeah. not, it is not fear, but something even deeper and more subliminal. Yeah. This feeling <laughs> is the remnant of a long-forgotten instinct. It's what? a bird. <laughs> one that taps deep into my mind and then connects itself into some other world, some other plane of existence. You know what the funny part is? This isn't badly written. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not it's good weird. And then, just like that, the feeling disappears. A chill runs down my spine as I look up the windows of the old mansion, framed perfectly between the two large weeping willows here in the deep forest of northern Georgia. For a moment, I catch a glimpse of someone standing in the window of a second-story bedroom. A unicorn with a long white mane and a large pearly white horn. The majestic beast moves out of the way as soon as I see him, letting the curtain fall back into its place. <gasps> what the fuck? Hello there, the voice of an elderly woman suddenly calls out from the front porch. Welcome to the Blue Bayou Bed and Breakfast. I smile and I wave <laughs> as my gaze falls upon the small old lady with her casual summer wear, hurrying down the steps to greet me. When I wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. Please, please tell me someone's in a like poof, like a hoop skirt somewhere, and you know. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out how she's she's already on the porch and she runs down the steps. How do you hurry down two steps? Oh well, go on, please. I love the fact that it's named after my favorite restaurant at Disneyland. Blue Bayou, been the BBB and B. Um. So anyway, wow. when I booked my room, I had no idea I would be receiving such a warm welcome, and it's a pleasant relief from the usual indifference that I get from places like this. Get in, pay us, get out is usually the motto, especially when the ghost sightings have reached a level of notoriety that turns an establishment into less of a bed and breakfast and more of a tourist trap. Mm -hmm. You must be Roger, the old lady says, taking one of my bags. Oh, this is a guy? Yes. Oh, I thought it was from a female's perspective. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know, because he's the gay unicorn corner. Oh, yeah. I think he'd be interested I... in Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was a girl. Silly you. <laughs> you must be Roger, the old woman says, taking one of the bags. I'm Melody. Nice to meet you. Come right along this way. It all... Her name is Melody. Of course. Every, every woman in Georgia's named Melody. Didn't Melody, you know Melanie, or Scarlet. Yes. It all happens too fast. By the way, he spelled two too wrong. He, sp he, he spelled two T-O, not T-O-O. It all happens too fast that I barely have time to protest. Oh, come on now. I'll carry my bags up, I tell her, legitimately worried that she's about to break a bone simply hoisting up my leather weekender. Well, don't we all? <laughs> I mean, really. Don't be silly, Melody creaks in her I've had weekends like that. <laughs> Don't be silly, Melody creaks in her own cheerful way. You're my guest. I so rarely get guests anymore. Well, you got haunting <laughs> unicorns all over the fucking place. What is happening? I sigh and follow her up the front porch and into the house. 
I thought people were coming from all over the world to catch a glimpse of Colonel Peach's ghost. Shouldn't that bring me in some business? I love the fact that the ghost name is Colonel Peach. Colonel Peach. Oh. Well, you know, that's the color of his cock, because that's the color of uniform cock mm -hmm. Peach. That's pretty much it right there. <laughs> oh, it did for a while. Yes. Oh, it did for a while, Melody tells me, placing my bag on the entryway and then leading me into the dining room. You're slowly getting more southern as you read this. <laughs> I know. But it seems like people aren't interested in history like they used to be. Well, you know, he is a Confederate unicorn colonel, so yes. it does under yeah, it's understandable that you'd be talking in a southern accent. Nobody cares about an old Civil War spirit, I guess. Yeah, no one cares. They just base role-playing games and movies about them. No one cares. As no I, one cares. No, no. As I round the corner of the dining room, I immediately hit. I'm immediately hit with the pleasant aroma of savory, delicious Cog. food. I'm sorry. Food. I'm sorry. <laughs> there, there are two. Dude, there's gonna be like 15 more pages of this. <laughs> <laughs> there are two places set at the end of the table: one for Melody and one for me, and an entire assortment of roasted vegetables, grilled meats, and a cauldron of soup in the middle. That would be the unicorn meat. <laughs> Oh my God! I gasp in astonishment. Oh my, no, no, honey, say it right. Okay. Oh my God! <laughs> okay. Oh my God! I gasp in astonishment. Oh my, oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! You, you can't, you you can't be serious. It looks incredible. incredible. Wow! I need to cheddar biscuits. <laughs> wow. Well, I figured you probably had a long journey today, so I figured I'd whip up some dinner, Melody explained. It's just the two of us tonight, but I reckon that I might as well, if I'm going through the trouble cooking, I might as well do it right. right. Mel Melody sits down in her chair, and I follow suit, smiling graciously as she dishes up some of the creamy soup into a bowl and hands it to me. Even if I don't see any Colonel Ghosts this trip, this is still one heck of a bed and breakfast. Can I ask, I start... If it's just the two of us, then who is that unicorn upstairs when I drove in? <laughs> I like how there was like random. Who's that unicorn? I'm like, holy fuck, there's a unicorn upstairs. <laughs> I'd be like, unicorn. Well, my, 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 we got the papers now, don't we? <laughs> I think you've been hitting the mint juleps too much. Well, that will happen, you know. Unicorns upstairs. Upstairs. Go in your underwear drawer. Upstairs, Melody asked, slightly confused. Well, she didn't know they had upstairs. <laughs> yeah, he was staring down at me from the far left window, I well, explained. Well, were you expecting it to be downstairs in the kitchen? <laughs> Melody, you ask. <laughs> Melody freezes as she hears this, a smile slowly creeping across her wrinkled old face. Oh, that's horrible. A unicorn, you say? I nod, not quite seeing what the big deal is at this point. Melody sits in silent for silence for just a moment longer and then stands up. Dinner can wait for just a moment. I think you'll want to see this. The elderly woman leaves the dining room and heads back across the hall to what appears to be the main living quarters. And takes off her shampoo. <laughs> Let me just take up all these hoop skirts real quick. I have you could not have sex in the Victorian era, like like fast sex. No, oh, fiddly dee. Oh, fiddly you had to like it would take like you know hours to undress. Two there's two sofas, a fireplace, a mantle, and hanging above it is a massive oil painting. I follow Melody, but the second that I lay my eyes upon the strange portrait, I stop, gazing up in wonder at the incredible sight that suspends before me. There, in the thick, thick strokes of vivid color, sits a familiar face, one that I recognize almost immediately. It is the unicorn that I spotted in the window upstairs. The creature looks absolutely regal. 
sitting atop a horse <laughs> with the wind blowing <laughs> through another horse <laughs> with the wind blowing through his sparkling unicorn mane. I just want to pause for a moment to point out the fact that the unicorn is sitting on top of a horse. And there's a horse sitting on top of a horse. Yes. He's wearing a dark uniform and carrying a flag that waves in the wind behind him. Is that the unicorn you saw in the window, Melody asked? I Hold nod. Up. Let me say it. Okay. Why, is that the unicorn you saw in the window? <laughs> I well, nod. Why, that's oh, Colonel Peach. Why, oh he's God, been dead since the Civil War. Oh, my God. <laughs> the old woman informs me. This information is almost too shocking to comprehend. No shit, Sherlock. A revelation so strange that I have to silently repeat it back to myself over and over again until finally it clicks. I've just seen the ghost with my very own eyes. Melody is kind enough to let me stay in the colonel's old chambers tonight, which is precisely the room that I saw his single-horned ghost just hours earlier. The room is slightly chilly but beautifully arranged, featuring heavy oak furniture that has probably been here since the manor was built all those years ago. The room itself gives me the same spooky feeling that I got upon arrival at these haunted grounds. An eerie kind of presence that seems to be lurking within each and every shadow. That would be probably the ghost. <laughs> As it grows later, the silver moonlight begins to stretch longer into the room. I'm lying in bed, reading quietly over some recently published papers on the paranormal. Suddenly I jump. A loud knock against the hardwood floors, drawing my attention to the closed bedroom door before me. Hello. I call out. Miss Melody. <coughs> Miss Melody. Please tell me that you're going to do the narration. I'm going to do the narration. You're going to do the narration. Do all the voices. Hello. I call out. Miss Melody. <laughs> this particular room has not yet been retrofitted <laughs> for modern electricity, so I'm reading by candlelight. I glance over at the tiny flame as the as the tiny flame flickers and struggles to stay alive fighting against some strange cold wind as it gusts through the room with supernatural speed. There is no response to my inquisitive call, but as I listen closely, I can faintly hear what appears to be the, mild the wild cries of a Civil War battle, the sounds echoing within my ears. But it's like, caca, caca, <laughs> I can hear the clap of mus muskets firing and the shouting of battle commands. A bungle rings out over the sound of a bunghole. A bungle. Oh, a bunghole. B u n g l, dear don't bungle. They, don't they mean bugle? No, that's it says bungle. Okay. So I guess they mean bugle. Actually, this is this. So here's another uh, who typo. Know, who fucking knows? Rings out over the sound of thundering hooves as soldiers ride into battle. It's an utterly frightening illusion in its stark realness. It can only be perceived as false because it simply makes no sense. Well, the first, finally, the first. <laughs> Decent thing to have been said so far. My heart's pounding within my chest. I watch as the doorknob to my bedroom begin to turn slowly. There is a loud metallic click, and then moments later the door itself starts to open as a dark figure emerges. You called? Comes the voice of Melody. <laughs> I let out I a like your Melody voice, actually. That's <laughs> I let out a massive sigh of both relief and, of course, disappointment. I'm here to see a ghost, after all. Did you... Did you hear that? I stammered. Hear what? <laughs> Melody asks. All that fighting, those war sounds. I continue. Melody just shakes her head. Why, no, I'm afraid I didn't, but it sounds like you living in, being in this room has spooked you quite a bit. Are you sure you don't want me to put you somewhere else? I think he does some 
voices of us. <laughs> oh no. I tell the caring elderly woman. I'm here to see the colonel, mm. and this seems like the best place to do it. Mel <laughs> Melody turns around and then stops for a moment, hesitating. She turns back around. Well, Roger, why is it that you're so interested in seeing the spirits for yourself? Now, here comes the, the Newbery Award-winning moment of this book. Okay. I take a deep breath, closing my book and setting it down on the bedside table next to me. Well, long ago, when I was a 19-year-old fresh out of school, I took a trip to Spain. It was incredible. The food, the men's. I tell her, letting Melanie in on, on a subtle hint about my sexuality, in case she didn't already notice. Anyway, I was there for a month, and during that time, I met a beautiful white unicorn named Paulo. <laughs> Paulo? Paulo. Paulo. Oh, you know what? White unicorns don't have that name. <laughs> they would be like Walter. <laughs> or Peaches. Or Peaches. 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 Or Girl. Travis. Or something like that. He was so handsome and so good to me. I rode around the city on the, his back all day, and in the evenings, Paula would take me back to his flat, and we would make love. Melody. Ow! <laughs> Melody gets a faint little twinkle in her eye. Oh, well, that sounds very sweet. I nod. Oh, it was, it was. Oh, back in those days, unicorns and human relationships were looked down upon. But we didn't care. When Paolo and me were together, it was like we could take on anything. Change the world. <laughs> I threw the snap in there myself. <laughs> I don't know if you believe in soulmates, Miss Melody. But I can assure you... They be real. Oh, I believe. Melody says, smiling to herself. I believe. <laughs> well, then I guess you know what I'm talking about. Well, then I guess you know what it's like to lose your soulmate as well. I, I said, said, tearing up a bit. You see, Paulo the Unicorn was hoof-hearted. Hold on. Let this <laughs> I got to read this ahead uh, of time. I got, I got nothing. I can't believe this story's still going on and we haven't even gotten to this, like, the, the, the sex no, yeah, no. I'm getting a little antsy here. You see, Paulo the Unicorn was hoof-hearted, meaning that his heart was the size of a hoof. Much, I... too, much too small for a unicorn of his size. I don't know what, I didn't know at the time, but he only had a few weeks left to live. Wait, what? <laughs> As I say this, Melody places her hand over her heart, hurting for me as I remember my long-lost lover. After Paulo passed away... I continue. I've been obsessed with the afterlife. I just want to know if he's still out there somewhere, my handsome Spanish unicorn. Well, I'm sure he's out there... Melody assured me. ...looking down on you. We stand in silence for a moment before Mel Melody nods and backs out into the hallway. And screams, running away! Over <laughs> 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 the cotton patches. Oh, Lord, I'm There's a lot of setup to this. I'm actually quite surprised. I figured he would just go into a room and he'd be like, I'm the gay unicorn colonel, bend over. Oh, no, he's got backstory and shit going on here. And I love the concept of the disease called hoof-hearted. He's not, he's not a bad writer. Just, I, oh, wait I, till we get to the sex. She, uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be interesting. If it's interesting, then that's not bad. <laughs> she closes the door quietly behind her. I grab my book off of the bedside table and start to read again. 
I only make it a few sentences in before the words start to blur together in a meaningless mess. We're there too, baby. Getting emotional about Paulo, my unicorn lover, has made me tired, and before I know it, I find myself drifting off to sleep. I'm not sure how long I've been out when I awaken, but I sit up abruptly and suck in a huge gasp of air. My book, which has been resting on my lap, falls to the floor next to the bed with a light thump as I attempt to figure out exactly what it was that startled me awake so abruptly. Faintly, I can hear my own name drifting through the night air. It sounds as though it's coming from right outside my window. <laughs> Emanating from somewhere in the front yard in a spooky old manner. Cautiously, I climb to my feet and tiptoe over to the window, looking out onto the moon-soaked lawn. My breath catches in my throat. <coughs> There before me, in all, of, in all of his majestic unicorn ghost glory, is Colonel Peaches. The unicorn colonel sits atop his powerful steed in full uniform, looking up at me as I gaze down at him. He's just as handsome Wait, hold as... hold on. Uh-huh. Okay, I get it. He's, okay, he's on the balcony looking down, I guess? Yes. Okay. And, yeah. Okay, I'm... He's wow. just as handsome as the painting that hangs downstairs, and despite my best efforts, I am almost immediately find myself just as aroused as I am afraid. The sound of my own name still echoes through the trees. Roger. <laughs> and that's how it's written, actually. Wow. It's, it's as if the unicorn colonel is begging me to run down to him and let, me, and let him pick me up in his big, strong ghost arms. Compelled by some supernatural force, I turn away from the window, ready to sprint down to the colonel to give myself to him, but he's here with me. Just, just, there's a unicorn! Fuck it! <laughs> I stop abruptly, shocked as I discover that the ghost has somehow instantly appeared within my room no more than five feet away. It's because he's a fucking ghost. Now that I'm this... Oh, there, you, you say that as if, like, <laughs> this whole thing's so logical that you would think that. <laughs> now that I the am... The gay unicorn colonel. Yes. <laughs> now that I am this close, I can see that the colonel's body is slightly transparent, shimmering faintly as it sparkles with strange unicorn magic. No, he's a ghost! <laughs> I can also see now how incredibly handsome this beast is, from his pearly horn to his heavy hooves, which poke out from the pants of his beautiful Civil War uniform. That's just a fantastic <laughs> mental image right there God. of a unicorn wearing a Civil War uniform with the hooves sticking out from the pant legs. Got nothing. <laughs> wow. Roger? The unicorn colonel says. I have come here to deliver a message from the beyond. I have come to bring you a message from Palo. The sound of my dead lover's name causes my heart to skip a beat. What is it? <laughs> What is it? I stammer. Tell me. As I say the words. Oh my god. As I say the words. As I say the words, I can feel a slight tingling begin deep within my ass. In a place that, that was this crappy ass soup he had earlier. <laughs> in a place that only Paulo could reach with his <laughs> God, I can't even read this without laughing. I can feel a slight tingling begin deep within my ass in a place that only Paulo could reach with his massive unicorn cock. 
And, or it could be worms. <laughs> yeah. He could have horse worms. Yes. In this moment, I realize that Paulo's spirit is inside of me, haunting my ass. Well, where else would he be? <laughs> Paulo, uh -huh. Paulo has a message from the beyond. The unicorn colonel tells me a message of power and of oh hold on a message of passion and fire a passion a message of love a message of love yes I can feel it I admit I can feel it deep inside my butt deep inside my butt I can feel it deep inside my butt the unicorn wow he's poking me in my biscuits. <laughs> He's buttering my popcorn. He's buttering my popcorn. <laughs> oh my goodness. The unicorn colonel nods. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, wow. Stupid. Stupid. We haven't even um, gotten to the sex part. No, we haven't. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I don't know how this can get any better. The unicorn colonel nods. Yes, but he's always been there hunting your ass while you worked, slept, even cried. You mean he was there all along? I repeat. The unicorn colonel nods. Even though he's not powerful enough yet to manifest himself in physical form, he wanted me to pleasure you the same way that he cannot. <laughs> so how can this asshole be a ghost and hollow? We'll, we'll isn't? We're about and, to find out. And it's all really Patrick Swayze kind of. Is a Patrick I'm, Swayze to me more kind of push the picture off the shelf kind of thing? I'm pretty sure that Colonel Peaches is blowing smoke up his ass so he can get some. Well, there's no room there while the terror biscuits and the unicorn horn. Too many people haunted that ass. That's yes. the exactly. There's like 16 people up there. I want to see what Roger looks like. All these ass people want him. <laughs> yeah, I want him. He better be good looking. Roger's ass is a bag of holding from, from the world of Harry Potter. He better be the love child of Mr. George Clooney. And Antonio Banderas. See, I get this image. like a horse. So, see, I've got this image that Roger's ass is like Mary Poppins' carpet bag. Where Probably he, is. It just looks small, but you reach inside and he start pulling out all sorts of stuff. Well, why not? <laughs> and then circus music play. Yes. It, it is the South. <laughs> At first, I'm not exactly sure what Colonel Peach is saying. The strange invitation Who is the strange Clearly. invitation bouncing off my brain a few times before finally sinking in. When I realize what he's getting at, however, I can't help but being overwhelmed with a powerful arousal that immediately floods into my veins. You mean Paulo wants us to fuck? I said, <coughs> trembling. Oh wait, hold on. You mean Hollow wants us to fuck. I said, my voice trembling. There you go. I wasn't trembling. There you Sorry. go. I wasn't trembling. Like, oh my god. <laughs> he wants to give you pleasure, said the Colonel Peach. And right now, this is the best way for him to do that. I close my eyes and try to grapple with the idea of giving myself to a lover other than Paulo. Oh, bitch, please. You have had several since. Since Paulo's death, I haven't slept with a single soul. <laughs> you liar! <laughs> You Filth and lies. Unicorn or otherwise. Filth and lies. And the, wow. and the idea alone seems daunting. Still, just the suggestion has gotten me so worked up, my dick rock hard within my boxer briefs and just begging to be unleashed. Besides, this is what Paulo wants for me. Clearly. I swallow hard and then step forward, 
So I'm just inches away from the ghostly unicorn. I want you. I said, letting my hand drift lower and lower until it reaches Colonel Peach's belt buckle, which I unclasp. I want you to. The handsome dead unicorn says, finally giving in. Oh my God. <clears throat> Here we go, folks. <clears throat> I undo his belt and then slowly unzip the colonel's pants. Keep in mind, these are on a unicorn. Which reveals no Civil War era underpants underneath. Instead, That's red flag number one, bitch. Instead, I'm greeted by the sight of his beautiful throbbing member, which springs forth from the fabric as soon as I let it. The Colonel Peach's rock is as hard as a rock and aching to be touched, his enormous unicorn cock jutting fiercely toward, out towards me. I like how he describes it like he's seen one before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like we should all know what a unicorn penis should look like. I smile. Is it zany? Is it furry? I mean, what's going on here? I shoot rainbows? <laughs> I smile and slowly drop down into a squat before the beast so that his shaft is pointing directly at my chiseled face and then look up at him with my soulful gay eyes. Soulful gay eyes? Yes. They have, how do you have gay eyes? Oh, now, come on. Oh, Cindy, on. you grew up with me. I, I'm just, it just seems like, you know, a weird description. Just like, I stared up with my heterosexual female eyes. Well, Cindy, you and I both know Evan. That's gay eyes right there. Uh, yeah, is it like a term? Like, stop giving me the gay eyes, Roy. You know, like that. <laughs> is it like Swayze's hungry eyes? Because I, had, I had just had some lasagna tonight. Let me tell you, I had some hungry, hungry eyes going on. Eyes. <laughs> Don't make me get gay on you. Well, let me take you in a curve disguise. <laughs> all, right, all right, here we go. Ready? Do you want me to suck you off? I ask, <laughs> play I ask playfully. I really can't take it seriously with that voice. I ask, Hold on. Do you want me to suck you off? I ask playfully. Hey, do you want me to suck you off? <laughs> For Paulo. The... <laughs> Are you sure we're not going to get in trouble for copyright? <laughs> reading this out loud. I'm sure we're not. The unicorn colonel doesn't answer. Silent for of course a not. <laughs> Silent for a moment as he takes me in with his eerie, ghostly presence. He seems just as fascinated by me as I am of him. I okay. I said, do you want me to suck off that big, fat, unicorn cock of yours? I repeat. <laughs> I really like your Roger voice. <laughs> I think it's the best part of this. <laughs> Finally, Colonel Peach breaks his silence, the single word barely making it out of his gently parted lips alive. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> with that, I open wide and engulf Colonel Peach's cock with my mouth, oh, God. pushing my head down along the length of his shaft until I reach the edge of my gag reflex. Tell as old as time. I close... <laughs> I close my eyes and focus. Relaxing my body until finally I feel comfortable going even deeper. I wouldn't go any further on this. Let's just, let's just skip over the sex. <laughs> really uncomfortable. My right God. Now. Eventually, I reach the base of his shaft with my lips. My face oh. pushed right up against Colonel Peach's hard unicorn abs. 
as we're he gonna, fills my. We're, we're, we're going to lose another podcast website. I know we are. We are. We're, you, you are totally. <laughs> de- you're destroying us. You're destroying us again. I am, I'm back, and you already destroyed us. <laughs> as he fills my throat entirely, the creature lets out a long, satisfying moan. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're done. I don't think we can finish this. I think we're done. Oh, I want to hear what what Miss Maybelline has to say. <laughs> what was it again? Is, we haven't even had penetration yet. I know. His entire body shaking from my masterful deep throat. I can feel the colonel's <laughs> breath. I've heard it's that masterful. Before. Yes, I've heard that before. I can feel the colonel's hoof hands pressed gently on the back of my head. Hoof hands. <laughs> That's not gentle. <laughs> that would shame. And yeah, just yes. flop like when he touches them, it's like pop pop pop. Uh, gently on the back of my head and holds me there, hesitating, as if he's still not entirely sure he wants to commit to this favor for a ghostly friend. But the ship has already sailed, and as I reach up to begin to play with the beast's hanging balls that rest against <laughs> my chin, the feeling is just... tenderly against his chin. Does this guy know how long a horse's dick is? You cannot reach his balls from the tip of his dick. It's a good, like, three or four feet. Yeah, maybe he's got really long arms. Maybe he's got or a really, really long, long chin. A, maybe he's got a really long esophagus. I don't he know. has a really long chin. Yes. Well, he said it's a chiseled face, so, you know. Well, yeah, he's got a horse hoof hand he's on it. He's got Jay Leno chin. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> he starts to pump me up and down his shaft. Slowly at first, and then gaining speed as the waves of pleasure start to overwhelm him. I look up at the colonel and we lock eyes, his cock planted firmly in my throat. I can't help but give a playful little wink, and suddenly he's over the edge completely, a crazed look of sexual passion overwhelming his expression as he rocks his hips against me. I slowly put... You know, I had to think... I'm really weird about first-person erotica in a lot of ways. I've read some really good stuff, but... When it's bad, you just feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and I, I heard this was the original story treatment for National Velvet. This is the deleted scene from Equus. Oh, no. No. Wow. Oh, no, no. Mr. Colonel Peaches is no here. I slowly pull his unicorn pants farther and farther down until he's able to step out of them. Release, Awkwardly. Releasing Colonel Peach from my mouth, I stand up and give him a deep kiss. Lie down on the bed. I instruct. <laughs> oh my god, lie down on the bed. The unicorn ghost starts to protest slightly, but I'm firm with my instructions. I grab his... With his instructions. He's firm. I grab his hoof in my hand and then force it down the front of my boxer shorts, letting him feel the hard thickness of my massive rod. Chris can't. Hold on. Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> this is just being kind of like acrobatic. Like, how are you getting in? Did this guy ever have sex before? 
god. I'm trying to figure out how the how he thinks that the horse can get into the bed without breaking it. it maybe it's a miniature horse. Maybe he's like a Shetland pony. Aww. I'm just saying. Do you want this dick? I said. I asked plainly. I can't. The colonel explains. I'm a unicorn. I'll break it. Me and Paolo used to fuck on our bed all the time. I tell him. So that's what we're going to do. The unicorn understands, and moments later he removes his uniform completely and climbs up on the massive oak bed, which creaks under the weight of his massive unicorn body. (laughs) (laughs) You look good. I coo, egging the beast on. Finding his coos. (laughs) (laughs) I've never cooed with a man in bed. You know who cooed? Pigeon. So make it Roger the Pigeon. That's the next book. (laughs) I fucked Roger the Pigeon. That's the next book. Cooing for pigeon cock. Yes. Finding his confidence, Colonel Peach sprawled out on his bed before me, his cock hard and standing at full attention. It's much longer and thicker than I had even realized when it was engulfed within my mouth. And now that I can fully inspect the translucent, ghostly shaft's incredible size, I'm even more impressed. Not really. I slowly strut across <clears throat> the hard... Uh, here we go. I slowly strut across the hardwood floor. Like Sheena I thought him. he was on the bed. Am I wrong? <clears throat> I thought he was too. Towards Colonel Peach, enjoying the way that his eyes flicker and dance across my ripped, muscular body. I'm threatening like <laughs> I just get an image of Roger from American Dad walking sexy. <laughs> I'm Sheena Ethan. I would love up. to hear the music playing. Just yeah. so like strut out. I, I would imagine it, it would be like the the Tralala song. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, he can't help but stare. Well, who could? I mean, you know. Seductively, I climb up onto the bed and crawl towards him. Pop, here we go. Popping my gay ass out into the air as I go. to a regular ass. (laughs) And then eventually positioning myself directly over his huge body. I'd like to say this, that when you say something like, it's my gay eyes, it's my gay ass, it's kind of like using the word space in future, you know, in sci-fi. Well, I better go pick up the space phone. (laughs) Sorry, guys, but it is. I I better pick up the gay phone. (laughs) It's a gay phone. It doesn't ring. It goes, hi. 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 You got phone call. (laughs) Okay. I take Colonel Peach's hooves and pull them above his head, controlling him completely as I make my way down his ripped chest and abs with a series of sensual kisses. Despite my newfound confidence, however, I find myself trembling with anticipation and fear. I know that it's Paolo who wants this, but I can't keep myself from imagining my lover watching over us, analyzing every move we make. Moments later, however, I feel that familiar tink. Moments later, however, I feel that familiar tingle deep within my ass as a reminder. I told her that is reindeer. Wow. I I oh my god. I close my eyes and take a deep breath and let go of any reservations I had left within me. Immediately, I reach down and take Colonel Peach's huge rod into my hand, aligning him with the puckered tightness of my gay asshole. 
And once again, his space asshole. I mean, replace the word gay with space and see how ridiculous that is. <laughs> the pucker tightness of my space asshole. See? <laughs> my space eyes. I'm going to go pick eyes. up the space phone and eat my space lunch. <laughs> Look at these. Look at these with your perfect eyes. Um, Was that part of the book? No. 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 So, puckered tightness of my gay asshole. Oh, fuck. The colonel, the colonel groans instinctively <laughs> as I push down onto him, letting out a soft moan of my <laughs> as the powerful beast slides up inside me, my asshole expanding to its limits in an effort to take his brutal insertion. <laughs> Yeah, wow, that's sexy. <laughs> yeah. his Please insert me brutally, guys. <laughs> his, his presence fills me with a sensation that is familiar and warm, a distant uh, memory that has been locked away until this very moment. I bite my lip instinctively and start to grind against him with firm, deep swoops of my hips. I'm not fully prepared for the long-forgotten sensation of being entered by a unicorn lover, and almost immediately I'm beside myself with pleasure, my body trembling and quaking as I ride him. It's as if all the sexual bliss that has been staving, that I've been staving? It's supposed to be starving. No, staving myself. That I've been staving myself from. It's the right word, but the wrong usage. Yeah. Um, has been here the whole time, hiding away in some dark corner of my being and just waiting to be released by the right gay beast. Apparently a unicorn, is it? Yes. Oh, my God. I pout loudly, repeating the word over and over again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Colonel Peach is... I'm done. Colonel Peach... <laughs> Colonel Peach... <laughs> you know, I, I suddenly want to have wine on me right now. I suddenly want a peach pie. I'm so happy to have wine with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Peach's hooves are now on my hips, helping me pull me up and down across him in an incredible pulsing rhythm. I can feel all of his powerful strength through this minor touch. He's showing restraint, his body handling me firmly, but with care. He has no opposable th thumbs. How the hell can he hold him? Who knows? Let go. I tell him. Just pound me like my dead unicorn lover would. Oh, well... Yeah, How many do that? He's dead, so it'd be like, hey. <laughs> and that does the trick. Suddenly, Colonel Peach is sitting up and flipping me over with his muscular unicorn legs, turning me around to that I am facing away from him on my hands and knees. I look back at him and smile. Then there's a loud crack as Colonel Peach slaps my ass with a hoof hard. And then he grabs me by the... Wait a minute. <laughs> you can't slap with a hoof. No. This man would be dead by now. <laughs> he then grabs me by the hips and pulls me back towards him with ease. He takes his cock and maneuvers it into the entrance of my anal tightness. <laughs> I am going to use that and put on a business card. I think that's how you should come on to someone next time. Excuse me. My anal Would you like to touch my anal, anal tightness? <laughs> I think we found the title of the episode. Yeah. The, the entrance of tightness. my anal tightness. I like this. There's, 
There's, <laughs> let, give me your hand. I'll, I shall lead you to the entrance to my anal tightness. <laughs> Doctor, there seems to be a problem. I have anal tightness. <laughs> <laughs> he takes his cock and maneuvers it into the entrance of my anal tightness. There's a fire in Colonel Peach's eyes as he thrusts into me, the massive rod filling my butthole entirely as I cry out with a yelp of pleasure. Colonel Peach wastes no time now, immediately getting to work as he rams my body from behind. I grip tightly onto the bed sheets in front of me, bracing myself against the Unicorn Colonel's powerful slams. There's an animalistic nature to his thrusting now, Bam, bam, really? Bam. An an wait, an animalistic nature to his thrusting now? Well, it should be four. More brazen than sexual, but the ghostly creature still knows exactly how to hit my prostate on the inside. And burst it all to shit. Somehow, this is even more of a turn-on than before. His gentlemanly demeanor finally cracking before my very eyes, the poker face slipping away and finally revealing the sexual beast underneath. Harder! I screamed back at him. No, no, it should be harder. Harder! I screamed, <laughs> I screamed back at him, never more turned on in my entirely life. Fuck me harder like the little human twink that I am. <laughs> I'm serious. I, yes. Fuck me harder like the little human twink that I am. Uh, I really didn't know Roger was so whiny. God. <laughs> How about you, little bitch? <laughs> Colonel Peach doesn't need to be told twice. Picking up speed until he is absolutely pummeling me with everything that he's got. Slamming my asshole from behind with gay reckless abandon. <laughs> I reach... <laughs> That killed you, didn't it? <laughs> I reach down and grab a hold of my cock, beating myself off furiously. Deep within my stomach, I can now feel... Okay. <laughs> How much more of this is there? It's almost done. Thank God. Uh, Jesus, there's a lot set up. <laughs> Deep within my stomach, I can now feel the first beautiful sparks of orgasm beginning to fly. No, that would be your stomach totally <laughs> voiding itself of blood and stomach fluids because you got a horse dick in you. <laughs> lighting a tiny fire that slowly but surely begins to creep its way out across my body. I can't help but start to tremble and quake at the, as the sensation consumes me, filling me with a strange warmth from head to toe. Horror! <laughs> was that just an added little improvised that just seemed in the moment, or was that actually part of the book? I improvised it. <laughs> the, the, the tremors of pleasant sensation keep coming in awesome waves. The space between them drawing shorter until finally it just becomes one giant ball of pleasure that envelopes my body. I clench my teeth tightly and let out a long hiss. Frantically grasping at the last straws of reality before a powerful orgasm pushes me over the edge. I'm outside myself now. Looking down at my body as You're I inside out now. Looking down at my body as I come harder. By a horse, that's why. Yes. Looking down at my body as I come harder than I ever have before. Jizzy erupts from the head of my cup, splattering onto the bed sheets before me in a beautiful pattern of milky white. It's a satisfaction that can barely be described. A blinding fullness that consumes me perfectly. I throw my head back and let out a howl of ecstasy. 
unable to contain all this sensation within. In this moment, I know that Paulo is with me, haunting my ass with Colonel Peach. <laughs> I don't have long to mull this over, however, because seconds later the Colonel is shaking as well, his massive unicorn body preparing for the orgasm of his own. Well, nice knowing you, Roger. He's going to blow your fucking head off. Here we go, kids. Come all over me, I demand fiercely. Shoot that load all over this handsome gay face of mine. I'm sorry, he's going to drown, not <laughs> Colonel Peach pulls Come out. Come all over me. <laughs> Colonel Peach pulls out and gives his cock three final pumps with his hand. His hand. Then grips tightly against the base. How did they do that with who? I know. Then, then grips tightly against the base as a rope of hot jizz ejects out across me. It feels nice against my skin, playful almost. The ghostly unicorn throws his head back and neighs. His abs held firm as several more pumps of cum eject from his shaft and splatter across my chin. Thank you. I tell him when the spunk finally stops falling. <laughs> thank you. Not like thank you, or it just says thank you. Thank <clears throat> The unicorn looks down at me with a look of satisfaction plastered across his face. Mm -hmm. Then moments later, evaporates into nothing. Like my dreams. <laughs> oh my god. Hold on. Wow. Knock, knock. Well, I hope you found what you were looking for. Melody tells me as I carry my bags out to the car. I, I smile. I was hoping that Melody just like came in after all that with all the... <laughs> Would you need a hot cow, a little sugar? <laughs> <Something like> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> oh, I did, actually. The old woman is very pleased with his answer, and despite only knowing me for a day, gives me one final hug. You're a very nice young man. She informs me. Thanks, Melody. I tell her. I hope that one day... Oh, no, hold on. Oh, she says this. Yeah. I hope that one day our paths will cross again. The old woman says as she releases her grip and I climb into the driver's seat of my car. I look up at her. Are you kidding me? I'll be back within the week. <laughs> really? Melody asks, her eyes lighting up. Just don't forget to put some more on some more of that amazing suit. As I drive away from the old manor, I catch a glimpse of two ghostly unicorns standing off at the edge of a nearby field, patiently awaiting my return. The end. Well, that's what happened. Yes. Harder! <laughs> Harder. Uh, so other books wow. written by Chuck Tingle include My Billionaire Triceratops Craves Gay Ass, uh, pounded by President Bigfoot, which I have, Taken by the Gay Unicorn Biker. Oh, well, is that the sequel? <laughs> gay T-Rex Law Firm, Executive Boner, Space Raptor Butt Invasion. That's the one I wanted you to read, but the, no, I never get my way. You yet. know what? We may save that for another episode. I'm just saying. And then Chuck's Dinosaur Tingler's Volume 1. Oh, God. Wow. That gave me a headache. <laughs> well, all I can say is I'm really glad I decided to drink tonight. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Thank you. I may never sleep again. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you all find your own gay unicorn colonel to pump you full of horses. Yes. yes. Good and, night, everybody. And the visions of sea biscuit dance in your head. Wow. <laughs> I think the best part were the voices. 
And may you find someone that too will maneuver into the entrance of your anal tightness. <laughs> Wasn't that the, the original slogan for Preparation H? Will help you relieve your anal tightness. Or something, <laughs> yeah. like, something stupid like that. I don't fucking know. Yeah, for anal tightness, tightness relief. Preparation H. <sighs> well, I guess we can't really top that, actually. Wouldn't want no. To. Wouldn't want to even try. Unless you wanted to read another one. No. no. <laughs> I'm so glad you said no. <laughs> Not tonight. We'll save it for we'll save it for a later episode. A much later episode. Maybe oh next, next Valentine's Day. Yes. Oh my, this is delicious, isn't it? <clears throat> so Cindy, can you before we go, can you believe we've been doing this show for five years now? No, I really can't. Yeah, that's longer than oh. my buck. <laughs> well, this will be the longest what's this this will be it? <laughs> We're done. No, I'm, I'm good with calling it a day on, on this. I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> There's no need. There's no need to go further. It was a good run. We're all good. It was a good run. <laughs> and we're done. We're done with we it. We lasted longer than most other podcasts have, so, you know. And alas, now, boom, we're done. You just destroyed the show with a gay uniform. Portal. I didn't think we'd go out like this. I destroyed the show with my gay eyes. Your gay eyes. <laughs> With your gay uh, eyes and your gay phone. And my gay, gay and my, and my gay, my, my gay rectum. <laughs> but I have special Talking eyes. Talking on your gay Skype, eating your gay sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> drinking my gay juice. You can drink in your gay Coke. <laughs> Harder! <laughs> I just play when you're like, oh, Heineck. I want you to come on me now. Oh, my God. Thanks. Come on me now. Thanks. I'll talk to you in a week. I've learned one thing on this trip, Melody. Always bet on Colonel Peaches. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, God. <laughs> On that note, I think we should wrap this episode up. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, Cindy, if the p- listeners want to hear something that's better than that, <laughs> just oh. bend over and fart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you have to admit it was still a better love story than Twilight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, was. I think Twilight was better than this one. To be <laughs> well, it's a better love story than Fifty Shades of Grey. Quite possibly. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Men. You know, Fifty Shades of Grey didn't have a gay unicorn kernel. Golden <laughs> <laughs> the coon. I want to know how exactly you masturbate with food. That's what I just don't get. I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out how the gay unicorn grabbed his cock. I really am because I understand. It's just like I no, I can't. Do the do the hooves fold? I'm... <laughs> No, I don't. It's physically <laughs> impossible. I mean, he's a ghost, so do they? Does he manipulate them so they fold? No. Yeah, he's got folding hooves. And here's the thing: he's he, a transformer. Here's, but here's what no one's even addressing: he's a unicorn. He's got a horn. He's got a horn he can use. Did you guys ever hear the fucking new unicorn song? It's fucking a unicorn. <laughs> nice. <sighs> I, I'm serious. There is a song. Oh my god! I, I'll, I'll probably find it and play it on this show. It's called "Fucking a Unicorn." It's on YouTube, and it's one of the funniest damn songs I've ever heard. Now, see, I was waiting for the M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong twist, <laughs> where it turns out that Melody was also the ghost of Colonel Peaches, 
and she knew about him because that's who he was. No, no, see, it'd be even better if it was he was, if she was, Paolo. Yes, <laughs> Paolo. And she is Paolo. Never time, in the history of unicorndom has there ever been a unicorn named Paolo. And uh, yeah, pretty much it's just her, her You know what? I think Paolo would actually exist on Planet Unicorn. Hi. He's fucking a unicorn. <laughs> so, Cindy, where, where can people find your book? <laughs> Definitely not with this one. <laughs> I can't toot my own horn. I don't think I'm the writer of the year, but... No, to be honest, I gotta give him a lot of credit. That's a lot of creativity to come up with the gay unicorn kernel. I, I can't come up with shit like that. There's no way. I couldn't do it. Oh, so, Bravo, Tingle. And he's got the space raptor, you know, so... Space raptor! Bravo, Tingle, thank you. Is it like Fingle and Tingle and, you know... <laughs> do you need a Pringle Fingle? you need a Pringle Fingle? I never dopple with the dangle with the Fingle and the Bingle. <laughs> wow. Apollonia Jones. Apollonia Jones. My name is Apollonia Jones. <laughs> sure it is. So we love that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, where can people find your book, Cindy? <laughs> uh, you can find my book on Amazon.com. I have it both on um, print and Kindle. And Kindle's only two ninety nine if you buy it there. So you, and if you're cheap, buy buy the Kindle version. Yeah. It's yeah, and uh, if you go to winglioncreations.com, and I you can find that. If you go to cynthiadiamondauthor.com, I'll have all the buy links there. But if you can buy an autographed uh, copy at Wing Lion Creations, I'll be happy to draw boobs in it or a dick in it or something. It'll be fun. Yeah, uh, it, it's fun for me. It's fun for me. <laughs> you should and, um, you should drop I, just randomly in one your interpretation of Paulo. There you go. And I should actually say, yes, I write under the name uh, Cynthia Diamond, and the name of the book is Siren Song. Awesome. So Check it out, folks. If you really want to read about straight sex, more power to you, and go ahead and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to compare to the gay unicorn, Colonel. But... You, know, you know, I'm getting ready for TBRU, and I'm like thinking, well, fuck it. I mean, that pales in comparison to the unicorn sex thing, so... <laughs> Like, you know, I may never, yeah. A hotel full of big hairy men? Oh, well, whatever. I mean, you know, I got I got, I got, got Paulo and I got Colonel Peaches. Well, see, there you go. There you go. I got it all. For love, Paulo and Colonel Peaches. I got all I, all I need now. All is <laughs> <sighs> Well, I promise the next time we have you on her show, Cindy, it will not be a, a story reading from Mr. Tingle. I don't know. I was, I, if I get drunk enough, it could be quite fun. <laughs> I, so, may, I may read the raptor, the space time. raptor one next time. I want to read space raptor butt invasion just because that's a snappy title. <laughs> so was this the original script for Secretariat starring Mary, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal? Yeah, uh, I, I like to think of this more like you know it's uh, Fifty Shades of Grey two. No, it was the original screenplay for the, it was the original screenplay for the Black Stallion. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah, yeah, little boy. It's mm. that it's my friend Mika. Yes. Yes. Oh, I think Black Stallion was a prequel to this because yes. the Black Stallion would have been Paulo, but yes. it's not it's essentially the yeah, it's essentially my friend Flicka, but with gay uniform. Yes, yes. <laughs> Harder. National Velvet. Whiny ass bitch. Without Liz Taylor, <laughs> but just as gay. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> oh this my God! Is, this is really good food, Mrs. Melody. <laughs> <laughs> Now that God do have the vapor. 
told my mind everything so much that I lied in all my life. <laughs> oh my god. Fiddle dee dee. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All this talk about war makes me sick. Makes me so sick I could scream. Fiddle dee dee. Horror! Horror, it's another day. I was waiting. Obviously, with this story, I was waiting for a mammy to come in. <laughs> Is you all right in there? Oh, is you all right in there? It's kind of borderline offensive if you gave any more, you know, description of the thing. And then, who was that that I heard in the hallway? Why, it was just, it was just Butter McQueen shuffling along singing her song. Not that that's offensive at all, no. Oh, God. Wow. God. Meanwhile, Miss Melody comes on in with a glass of water with Miss Sugar Avery's pee in it. <laughs> it's the wow. asshole. Ah, shit in your pie. <laughs> Eat your damn pie. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, my God. You're eating hair. <laughs> Oh, God, that note, well, we, folks. We are having a fun five day. years. <laughs> this is how we officially... This is how we launch our fifth season, folks. So, um, <laughs> hopefully you'll hear another episode of Sassy Cat soon. <laughs> uh, I, hope we, I hope so, because I don't want us to go down being sued by a man whose last name is Tingle. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, folks, time... <laughs> Harder! Harder! Come on, me! Oh God, okay. <laughs> Good night, folks. Bye. <laughs> Thank God. Dancing on rainbows, being fucking unicorns, dancing on rainbows, being fucking unicorns, dancing on rainbows, being fucking unicorns, dancing on rainbows. Let's test your knowledge and see what you've learned so far. What color are the unicorns? Pink! Where are they dancing? Rainbows! Please use one word to describe the texture of their magical fur. Smile! Yeah! Pink fucking unicorns dancing on rainbows. 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 Fucking unicorns dancing on rainbows. Being fucking unicorns dancing on rainbows. Being fucking unicorns dancing on rainbows. Being fucking unicorns dancing on dancing on rain. I give up, I quit. <laughs> <laughs>